0: And without him was not anything made that was made. Yet we could hear, we read also of him that he was called the man of sorrows. And in the hymn 199, the hymn writer, right there, he says, Man of sorrows, what a name for the Son of God who came, ruined sinners to reclaim. And he exclaimed there, Hallelujah, what a savior. Bearing shame and scoffing rude, in my place condemned he stood, sealed my pardon with his blood. Hallelujah, what a savior. Verse three, verse four, lifted up was he to die. It is finished. We have already been reminded in prayer that when he cried out, it is finished, the work was done. And so verse 4 says, lifted up was he to die. It is finished, was was his cry. Now in heaven, exalted high, hallelujah, what a savior. We're speaking of the very one who was on that cross. The one, that cross that we started out with, when we look at that cross, and this is the one who was hanging on that cross, who was made a curse for us on that cross, who had opened the way for us upon that cross. Could we sing number 199? 199.
1: Perhaps we can uh, read these verses together from Isaiah 53, as we think of the Lord as not only the one who is creator of all things, but as the one who was called the man of sorrows, one acquainted with grief. So... Let's read these scriptures together and just with minor comment. This is in Isaiah. It actually begins in Isaiah 52, verse 13. The prophet Isaiah in this section of the book has four songs. We call them the servant songs. Songs of the Lord's servant. And this is the most famous one and the one that most clearly points to the mystery that the Lord's servant, though he was perfect in all his ways, would be rejected and would suffer as he came into this world. And so we'll begin the reading in Isaiah 52 verse 13. Cut off of the land of the living, stricken for the transgression of my people. And they made his grave with the wicked and with the rich man in his death, although he had done no violence and there was no deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him, he has put him to grief. When his soul makes an offering for guilt, he shall see his offspring. He shall prolong his days. The will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Out of the anguish of his soul, he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted righteous. And he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the many, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong. Because he poured out his soul to death. And was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sin of many. And makes intercession for the transgressors. We see in this beautiful song. We see truths that were hidden. To the Old Testament saints. To the point that you can see rabbis debating in the period between the two testaments. You see rabbis debating, what is this about? What could it mean? Who is this servant? The Ethiopian eunuch was reading these words, and he asked Philip, who is he talking about? Is he talking about himself, or is he talking about someone else? But this great mystery was fully revealed as we see the Lord Jesus come into this world clearly giving evidence that he is the Lord's beloved servant, the perfect servant, one who fulfilled the entire law. And yet, he was rejected and scorned by those he came to save. And he became someone who was well acquainted with grief and suffering. He didn't insulate himself in a palace from the sufferings of man. Instead, he entered into those sufferings by living the life of a peasant, living the life of a refugee fleeing for his life, even when he was just a child. Already, man was trying to destroy him. And he lived his life in shame, as an outcast, being looked down on because he was from Nazareth, being compared to a Samaritan and one possessed by Satan. All spoke evil of him. But even there, there were those few, those blessed few, who he called, to whom he revealed his glory. He told them words of wisdom that no one had ever heard before. People who heard him would say, no one has ever spoken like this man. And we just give thanks this morning that we can be counted among those blessed few that have acknowledged him as the high and lifted up servant of the living God, as the Messiah, as the Lord and Savior of the world. And he is our Savior as well. We think of ourselves being counted among those whom he has accounted righteous. In verse 11, he will make many to be accounted righteous because he will bear their iniquities. Thank God for the man of sorrows, thank God for His suffering on the cross and His dying love. We give thanks this morning that He was willing to be like that lamb that before it shears is silent. He didn't call down legions of angels. He didn't uh, bring a kingdom to uh, conquer Pilate's kingdom, but instead. He allowed himself to be nailed to the cross, to even go into the darkness of death, that we might be set free. And so we sing his praises this morning, and we glorify our God and Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen.